Come on, beloved church. Everybody stand up with me. Praise God. You all knew I was going to do it. You all knew I was going to do it. You're like, I knew he was going to ask us to stand up again. Praise God. First of all, let's give God praise. Hallelujah. Jesus Christ is Lord. Amen. You're not going to hell. Hallelujah. We are eternal. Praise God. God is on your side. He's head over heels in love with you. There is not one thing wrong with you in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. There is not one thing wrong with you in Jesus' name. Amen. There is not one thing wrong with you in Jesus' name. Alright? Amen. It's all because of him. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's give God praise. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Oh, let's give our praise and worship team a round of applause. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, I'll tell you right now, I, I, was, uh, I was talking to leadership and I was just, uh, you guys may be seated, and I was, I, was, I was just bragging on, I was boasting on the Lord Jesus, you guys have to understand this, I was just boasting on our God, and whenever you come across a brother and sister that just surrenders completely to the Lord Jesus Christ, and you could just see how Holy Spirit, say his name, Holy Spirit, you could just see how Holy Spirit works through them, and shines through them, amen? And I was talking to leadership this morning, and I was, I was just... Worshiping God and just boasting on our praise and worship team. Amen? Amen? That we don't know the distractions that they go through. And I encourage you to keep them all lifted up in prayer. Praise God. Because as you guys know, their jobs are to usher in the presence. Amen? The Holy Spirit. Their jobs are through song and through worship to just sing a sweet, sweet praises to Lord Jesus Christ. And hopefully, hopefully, say with me, I allow... God to come in and break things away. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let, let, let's allow God to just break everything away. Amen. How many of you, how many of you believe with all your heart that Lord Jesus Christ is coming back soon? Amen. Amen. Alright. Praise God. Half the room. Don't be concerned because half of us are going and half are staying. It just got serious up in here. Huh? Right? But of course, I pray in Jesus' name that all, say it with me, everybody, everybody's going to go. Praise God. I know I know that's a big request, but I serve a big God. Amen. And I, and I just thank God. Hallelujah. Before we open up a prayer like we always do, I just want to say, welcome home. Amen. And um, once again, I just want to say thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule to come out, to come to church. I need you to hear this. Because this means this much to God when you know the price that was paid on that cross to have you as a beloved child. To have you as a child of His and now Holy Spirit lives in you and now you are accountable. Say that word, we accountable. You are accountable as a child of God to come, right? But guess what? Not everybody chooses to come. Not everybody chooses to say, I'm getting up this morning and no matter how the kids act, no matter how the, hu how the husband acts, right? No matter what comes, Brother Chris, I'm coming to church, amen? And it's so great to see you, amen? Let's give God praise, hallelujah. So before we open up the prayer, Holy Spirit wanted to explain something. And I said, I said to God, this is new. And God says, I'm doing a new thing. Amen? Say with me, a new thing. And we are going to go fast, but the beauty is Holy Spirit showed me this week. And especially the last couple of nights in preparation of this message, that God said that today we would have umpteen numbers of children in the service. Right? Now I'm going to ask all the kids, amen, stand up on the chairs. Praise God. Children, stand up on the chairs. Let me do it, let me do it gooder than this. If you're under, if you're under the age of 16, stand on the chairs. Hallelujah. Listen. Do what I'm Look at the church. Amen. Give God praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Give God praise. This is the youth. This is, oh, glory to God, the chosen generation. Amen. And look at that. They're here. They're smiling. They're having a good time. And praise God. I pray that this worship service blesses everybody. The Holy Spirit told me that there was going to be a record-breaking amount of youth. Like PJ said, look around. Right? Look at all the kids that are around. Amen. So this is what Holy Spirit wanted to show real quickly now. 
in devotion, in worship, and how God dealt with me. Pastor John says it all the time. Amen. Anyone who, who shares the word, especially as a mouthpiece, you know God deals with you first. Amen. Amen. And I pray that you know nobody, nobody that stands before you as a mouthpiece, nobody preaches something that they don't live. Amen. In the name of Lord Jesus Christ, we rebuke that. You know why? That's a wolf. That's a wolf. Right? They can talk a good game, but they don't live with the Holy Spirit fruit. Amen? Say with the Holy Spirit. Teach us how to live. This is what God wanted to show real quickly. We're going to be in the book in 1 Corinthians. And when the Apostle Paul was writing to the church of Corinth. Now the church of Corinth, you guys got to keep, keep in mind and understand. This is a hustle-bustle city now. This, this is, I mean, you want to talk about... I mean, you just want to talk about all things going on, diversity and everything else. There's a lot of things going on within this church. And God wanted to speak of this, and that we were only going to go from chapter 3, verse 9 through 14. But if you notice that, that, that arrow, God said, I want you to talk about that, and that's going to be the foundation of what we are going to be worshiping in. Of course, Lord Jesus Christ, say with me, Agape! Agape is our foundation. Who is Agape? Hallelujah. He is our God Almighty. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. You cannot break the Godhead apart. It is from the pit of hell. If you try to say, I want Jesus, but I don't want Holy Spirit, you're going to hell. You're going to hell. If you say you want Jesus, but you don't want Holy Spirit, you're going to hell. This is the written word of God, and God is... Amen. Now you can't say that I want God and I want to be spiritual, but I don't want Jesus. You're going to yeah. Right? Listen, we live in a time now, family, that we may not even walk out of here. That that trumpet, may, hallelujah, that that trumpet might go off and we're going to be with Jesus. Amen? I cannot tell you otherwise. I can't tell you different. That's a lie from the pit of hell. Church in Ephesus. 
this church in Ephesus, the same thing was taking place. However, their religion was starting to creep up. Right? Religion. Idol works. Right? Not a relationship with Christ, a relationship with the law that was already dead in God, but it was fulfilled for through the perfect one, his name is Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? Hallelujah. Already paid for it. It's the devil. 
is the devil. The spirit of offense is Satan himself. When, when the devil has deceived you, listen beloved church family, when the devil has deceived you that your very identity is based on your last name, when the devil has deceived you that your very identity is based on how you look, Dealing with this, with this thorn in my side. 
that I don't live in this body, I live in your body for all of eternity. Amen? Hallelujah. If anyone builds on this foundation, that's God made, using gold, silver, costly stones, wood, hay, or straw, this is where we're going to get through. May I go down there? Praise God. It's like SeaWorld now. You're going to be in the splash zone. You know, this message, children, listen. It's about three little pigs. But what God just demonstrated right now that you saw, there are things that happen in our life that the test is, how will you react? Right? Are you going to, are you going to allow the worry? Are you going to allow the distraction? Are you going to allow whatever it is to take a hold of you? And will you allow your mind to start getting away from the Lord and start having depression and worry and start getting anxious? You see, this is what the devil wants us to do because he knows that when we become anxious and worried, we start stepping out of the will of God. What is God's will? Just give thanks for Lord Jesus. Let me say that again. What's God's will for your life? Because I have this question a lot. Say it with me. Give thanks to Lord Jesus. Amen. Give thanks to Lord Jesus Christ. This is God's will. Let's read 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. And he will say it completely from the beginning to end, Sister Hannah. God's will for your life is just be thankful. But if you choose not to be thankful, guess what? You, say with me, me. Say with me, I. I. You have the power to say, God, I know what you've done told me so that I can live the gooder and gooder life. But you know what? I choose not to be thankful, and I'm going to be crunchy. And it's the moment when you get into this, right? Listen, God just displayed it. I give all the glory to God, right? It doesn't matter if the computer goes off, if we lose everything. It don't matter. You know what? We're still going to worship Lord Jesus, right? Amen? It doesn't matter. Amen? Does it matter, church? No, it doesn't. So when we talk about wood, hay, or straw, this is what God brought us to, is the three little pigs. Now, I'm going to ask the children to help me out. Adults, you can help me out too. But last time I checked, how many of you know the story of the three little pigs? Quite a bit of you, praise God. I did it. Just like last week, I didn't know Monopoly. I didn't play that. You don't play that in the hood. <laughs> I like real life Monopoly. <laughs> and just like three little pigs, I didn't know the story. So when Holy Spirit said this was the message, I actually had to go, Sister Charlotte, and read Three Little Pigs. So from what I know, please correct me if I'm wrong. Children, correct me if I'm wrong. But what took place is that these three little pigs finally got old enough where they had to move out the house. And when they moved out the house, they, they were told that you need to build your own house now. Amen? You need to build your own house. And they had two of the, two of the little pigs they just like to goof off. They just like to goof off and just play games. And they were lazy. They were lazy. So one pig was like, <laughs> yeah, let's just play all day long. Let's just play all day long. William, come on, you don't need to do that. Let's just play. And, and for an example, William, come up here with me. <laughs> so we're just goofing up. I'm here with having such a good time, right? William, you don't need to work. You don't need to work. And so, so I, I be the goofy one, the goofier one. I live too. Obviously, that's really the case, too. He said, yeah. I say, William, come on. I, I'm just going to go ahead and build my house real quick. Because I remember what Daddy told us. I'm going to build it real quick, all right? I'm going to build my house, okay? So all I did is I just pick up straw and hay. Okay? I picked up straw and hay. Just on the ground, I just scooped it up and I built a house. Well, there go my house. Okay? There go my house. Right? I love it. The kids are like, okay, I get you, I get you. And then, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, say with me, all of a sudden, this big, Let me in, let me in. Now children, this is what I need you to say. Not by the hairs 
happens when God says, listen, God was warning the church of Corinth that if you continue to go based on your work, now remember, we discussed this earlier, they went away from the redemption that only comes through Lord Jesus Christ and they started adopting religion. They started adopting works of the law. They started adopting these other things that took them away from salvation that only comes through Lord Jesus Christ. And here God is saying, your work will be exposed because I will bring it to light. See, right now, there's testing going on all throughout this world with all this that's going on. Right? There's all this testing taking place in every household of yours. There's, there's all this... There, I'm telling you right now, beloved church family, listen. The way this devil is running rapid right now, he's trying to get into your mind and trying to consume you with all this that's going on in the world. All God is saying, will you just thank me for how much I love you because Lord Jesus Christ already came. He already died. And he already rose again. Amen? Amen? If anyone builds on this foundation using gold, silver, and I love how it points down to that agave cornerstone, their work will be shown. And this is what God already said. Praise God. You are no longer foreigners and strangers, but fellow citizens with God's people and also members of his household. Say with me, his house. His house. So how many as you sit there today, right now, how many of you know that where you sit right now, God divinely orchestrated for your tail to be seated in that chair? So most of everybody believes that, amen? And if you don't, I'll pray for you because it's the truth. God divinely orchestrates every step. Every step. Every step. There's no coincidence. Coincidence is a word from the pit of hell. Our God orchestrates everything. He is God Almighty, amen? So when I say this, listen. When we say that we are God's house, God's people, God's church, amen? The question remains is, I want you to examine right now your house, your family. You don't have to be married, you have children, guess what, that's your house. You may be single and not have any children, guess what, it starts with your relationship, amen? And God right now wants you to examine your heart and your life. The apostles... Built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets with Christ Jesus himself as the chief Saviour cornerstone. Saviour cornerstone. Hallelujah. One more time. One more time. Don't get lazy on me. Who is agape? Amen. And this is what this cornerstone represents. Why, Brother Joey, why? Why always? Why in every message, Pastor John? Why in every message, open arms to be church? Why in every message you have to call out agape? You have to say, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. You know why? There are people worshiping Lord Jesus Christ without Holy Spirit. That's from the pit of hell. There are people who say they have Holy Spirit without Lord Jesus Christ. That is a demon. Say it. It's a demon. God has to hear it from your mouth. It's a demon. We're in spiritual warfare right now, family. And the only one that can save you and protect you from whether it's a virus, whether it's from chaos, the bottom line from this evil and this devil is Daddy Almighty. Amen? And you've got to call his name. His name is Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus Christ, amen? So we're going to take a little short break here, praise God. And this is what Lord Jesus Christ had to say. If you, if you is almost like therefore, therefore, if you means the decision, the choice is yours. That's why I put those question marks up there, okay? If you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. How awesome of a life is it that when you can have a relationship with God through worship, that God, how many of you believe that God knows your heart before you even say anything? See, there's many of you right now that are sitting here believing for a child. I'd be a fool to say that everybody is saved in this room. 
some of you that just came because you were drug here. God divinely orchestrated for you to be here. Right now, Holy Spirit is knocking on the door of your heart, and I pray this. And this is why God wanted us to take this break real quick. My words remain in you. So the question is, do you believe that there is a God? Do you believe that there's a devil? You know what I love? Especially here lately, there has been a lot of souls receiving the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Let's give God praise for that. Just within our little community of Lebanon, Kentucky, brother, just in our little community, there's a lot of people finally coming to their senses. I'm going to receive the Lord Jesus Christ. And you know what? It's amazing to me because it takes this distraction of the devil with all this chaos going on around this world that you have to come to the realization that is there a devil? You see, atheism is one of the most ignorant things in the world because right there in that statement, you acknowledge that there was a God, you just choose not to believe. Atheism is one of the most ignorant statements because I'm an atheist. You just said that you, there is a God, you just choose not to believe. How ignorant is that? So the opening that God gives us as His holy church, as children of God, is when you have family members, Many of you earlier raised your hand and say, I am believing for a family member that doesn't know Jesus. Guess what? God gave you a platform right now to just say, well, since you don't believe in my Jesus, that means you don't believe that there's a devil. Well, I didn't say that. Well, wait a minute. You can't believe in the devil, not Jesus. So now you're telling me you believe in a devil, but you're just choosing not to believe Jesus. Don't put words in my mouth. I didn't put words in your mouth, Frenchie. You just said you don't believe in my Jesus and you don't believe in God. But, you, but then again, when I say, is there evil in this world? Do you think this coronavirus is bad? Yeah, I think it's horrible. Oh, wait, it's right there. So what is horrible? The devil? Evil? Amen. Right? Sometimes you gotta do that. <laughs> you, ever, you ever do that when you love somebody and try to help them out? Right? And when it comes to that point, when it comes to that point when that realization is there is a devil, guess what? God says, I got it from here. You have no idea how many people, especially teenagers, oh, because teenagers, they know everything. Teenagers know everything. Can't tell them nothing. So there's so many times in a conversation with a teenager, I'll say, okay, so you don't believe in my Jesus, you think that I'm just excited for some imaginary being, okay, so you believe that there is no devil. Ah, I didn't say that, there, there is a devil, there is evil. Okay, so I'm going to leave you on this point. You just said that there is Satan, and there's somebody that is in charge that nobody can come against, and his name is the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm going to leave you with that thought. See, right now, Holy Spirit is charging every one of you that said, I have family, that, that if God comes back in this next half an hour, they're not going. They're going to be left behind. God right now is giving you and equipping you with ways that you can reach out to them. I'm asking you, beloved church, will you reach out to them in the name of Jesus? And they don't have to come here to open our community church. Guess what? We're one church in Christ. And the Holy Spirit is our God. The Holy Spirit right now is grabbing all the souls that belong with Christ. It's called His body. And God right now is assembling them. Will you do God a favor? Will you do God a favor and reach out to your family and friends that you have a relationship with and ask them? If you will, will you stand up for the Lord? Not everybody's going to stand up. I know. But will you stand up for the Lord?
God's going to do miraculously, miraculously through your back, through your knees, through your bones, everything in Jesus' name. But you stood up for the Lord and said, I will, Father. I will reach out to my family. Because I am not going to allow them to make this decision because the devil deceived them. Amen? Hallelujah. May be seated. Praise God. My words remain in you. Do you believe that the perfect one, the only Son of God, His name is Lord Jesus Christ, do you believe that He came through a virgin birth, that Holy Spirit come upon Mary, and that Lord Jesus Christ was born, and that He lived His life in perfection as the only perfect one, the perfect sacrifice, the perfect offering of God Almighty? Do you believe that Lord Jesus Christ, Christ the Messiah, do you believe that He came and that He died this horrible death that he, did, he died this horrible death, even though he could say, you know what, I'm done with this. Stop. Kill everybody. He did it. Do you believe that? Do you believe that on that third day, that glorious third day, do you believe that God rose his perfect beloved son through the power of Holy Spirit resurrected in glory? Do you believe that? Do you believe that that same power that rose Lord Jesus Christ from the grave is alive inside you as a beloved child of God? Do you believe that? Do you believe that? See, when we say that we remain in Christ and His Word remains in us, this picture that God blessed us with as an overlay is, is as a child of God, wherever you go, you carry His Word in In John 1 it says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. When we understand the magnitude of this Word, you are now able to speak the Word over your life. Amen? How many of us today, right now, right now, you don't have to show, you don't have to raise your hands, but how many of us today, God is really dealing with you in the way you speak? Right? You don't have to raise your hands. How many of you right now that the presence of Holy Spirit in your life, in the atmosphere right now, He's dealing with you saying that you have the ability, the authority through Lord Jesus Christ to speak healing over your physical body. Amen. How many of you right now that as you worship Lord Jesus Christ and we're in the written word of God, that God right now is saying through your body that if you're tormented in your mind, if you're dealing with depression, if you're dealing with thoughts, that are confusion and of the devil, that God, through Lord Jesus Christ, by the power of Holy Spirit that is in you, gives you the ability to say, no more of these thoughts in Jesus' name. I choose to be thankful. Amen? Hallelujah, I choose to be thankful. Hallelujah, I choose to be thankful. Fifteen seven, my words remain in you. As we said earlier, we're just putting everything together. Now, Holy Spirit wanted as He delivers this message. Say with me, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. You're the teacher. You're the teacher. No man is. No Say it again, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Teach me. Teach me. Say it with me, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. I welcome you. I welcome you. Change me, Lord. Change me, Lord. How many believe that when you truly say that, that you're opening the temple of God as a child of God, you're saying, Holy Spirit. I allow you on this glorious day to flow through me. Because last time I checked where the presence of God is, I'll tell you right now, the devil cannot be around. Amen. 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 When there is Thanksgiving, Sister Virginia, I'll tell you right now, the moment you open your mouth and you say, Father, I just want to say thank you for Lord Jesus. Right there. I pray that you saw it right there. You want to talk about the power of heaven. Within you, it's just like an earthquake. When you just said, I just want to thank you, Father God, for Lord Jesus Christ. All of heaven, the anointing goes out before you. And I'll tell you right now, everything foul and garbage, Sister Ashley, has to flee in Jesus' name. Amen? Say it with me, in here. In here. Say it like you mean, in here. In here. Man, your brother right now is almost losing his voice. He can help his brother out at least. Praise God. Stop getting religious. Let's get excited. Can I get an amen? Hallelujah. Let's get excited. You know what's funny? Holy Spirit, finally let me say this. Pastor, today's the day I get to say it. Isn't it incredible?
basketball game, right? And we can just act a fool, and no one would judge nobody. And if you weren't so excited, there's something wrong with you. Am I preaching? That UK basketball could be playing, and there's some of you right now that's sitting in church like this, but if UK basketball was on, you'd be like, oh, come on! You missed the shot! Pass the ball! Right? My question to you is, we need a heart adjustment, church. Why don't we be more excited for God and His business and put UK basketball to put it down a notch? Foundation, of course, is agape. Praise God. In Him, say with me, in Him. Amen. 
You two are being built together to become a dwelling in which God lives by His Spirit. Say amen, Holy Spirit. So I ask God, hallelujah, I love that break in the corner. Remember the cornerstone is our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Who does Lord Jesus Christ represent? Doesn't God make it so simple? Amen. But doesn't religion, doesn't theology just mess everything up? It's when we try to get in here and figure God out. You cannot figure out the Creator. Amen. He is God Almighty. Praise God. Can you imagine me going on Brother Randall's farm and saying, Brother Randall, what's this doing here? Brother Randall, what's this doing here? You get this out of here. He's going to look at me like, have you lost your mind? This isn't your property. This is my property. I need that there. But I don't like it. What? You see, the devil right now wants to build something in your house. And God right now is giving you the anointing to say, get it out. Right? Get it out. Will you put it in order for the Lord? We're almost in closing. This is what Holy Spirit showed me. Being built on the cornerstone. We got that little brick there. And in prayer, and lifting up you guys, you guys, by name. Everybody, we're looking at everybody by name. We lift you up by name. This is what Holy Spirit showed me. Now I know some of you can't see that. Praise God, you don't need to, it doesn't matter. But there's every name, and there's more, because they actually have more names. But as you see these names coming up on your screens, God is showing all the names of our beloved church family here at Open Arms Community Church. Amen? God is showing every one of your names. And you are his beloved child. You are his holy dwelling. Hallelujah. You are his. Amen. Say it with me. I am his. I am his. Praise God. Check this out. This is what this looks like in Jesus' name. Glory to God.
pierced him. Javelin, doing damage. But if you speak life, it's healing and blessing. So the question is, beloved church family, before we get into the altar service and the worship music, and we open up the altar to pray and to worship God, is this. We all know that in Christ, that He is our cornerstone, and we have this brick house. Amen? But the question is, if this was a completely solid brick wall, the question is, if we're speaking death, that's what we're doing. That the wolf, the imaginary wolf, what the devil wants you to be focusing on. Oh, well, the devil did this, the devil did that. You know how many times I hear that throughout the week? And you know the glory of God is, I don't judge nobody, but all I have to do as a pastor, as a beloved son of God, is let that beloved child know, okay, I hear what you're saying. And it's true what's happening. And I can see the destruction, the, the enemy. I can see that. But who is your God? Is Jesus Christ your Lord? Yes, Jesus is my Lord, but pastor, no, don't give me a butt. Because that's a big butt. Don't give me a butt. Is Jesus Christ your Lord? Yes, He is, Pastor. Some people get mad. Some people walk away from you. But that's between them and the Holy Spirit now. But if you continue to speak curses, you're leaving this door. This is a brick wall now. And you yourself, as a child of God, said, I'm just going to keep speaking the way I want. I don't care. Because this is the way I've always been. I was raised this way. You don't know me and what I've been through. I have the right to speak this way. This is what you're doing. And guess what? It doesn't just stay like that. What you're doing is through speaking death. If you're saying, Satan, devils, I leave this door open. And inside this door is my family. Inside this door, my loved one. See, sometimes it takes something like this for God to just knock down walls in your heart and say, no more in Jesus' name. Amen? Say with me, no more in Jesus' name. So whether it's something that is in the future, listen, there's some of us right now that are going through a season that we're believing God for miraculous healing, right? Guess what? Don't think about it no more. Just start being thankful.
I will never be the same. Will you take that step out like Peter stepped out of that boat? How will you take that step out? Will you take that step out and say, Father, here I am. I just want to worship you. Amen? Amen? Amen.